Welcome to The Sound of Goshen, brought to you by the Goshen Chamber of Commerce and your community health system, Goshen Health. Getting well and staying well, that's living vibrantly. Goshen Health can get you there. Feel better, do more, live vibrantly. Visit livevibrantly.com. This week's podcast episode, Sounds of Service. Welcome to The Sound of Goshen. I'm your host, Vince Turner, and today's episode is The Sound of Service, featuring Rich Hostetler of ULEAD. Sounds of Service presented in part by DJ Construction, serving our community for more than 65 years. DJ Construction, decidedly different. A Rich Hostetler, ULEAD. The obvious question to start the podcast is, what is ULEAD? So ULEAD is a nonprofit training and leadership development center. And so our mission is grounded in the life and teachings of Jesus to provide inclusive and dynamic leadership training filled with play, laughter, and celebration so that people can discover their why, grow their skills, and inspire others. You have got the elevator speech down pat. Isn't that something? (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's interesting. So, so, you know, full disclosure, um, way back when I was a part of your board of directors, we've gotten to know each other and Mm -hmm. and know the approaches um, pretty well. Talk about, first of all, the need for something like you lead and what it brings to the organization, the school, the group, the employer, um, that they might not have before you come along? You know, organizations uh, all have their mission, uh, whether they're for-profit or non-profit. I mean, they're trying to do something, create something, mm-hmm. or, or uh, do something meaningful. And so our work is all about uh, the people that are doing that work mm-hmm. and helping them uh, both become their best self or bring their gifts to an organization, but then also work with a team, which is a lot like a family and how do you uh, work through communication challenges? How do you uh, bring your best gifts to the table so that you can do the best work? So what are some of the things that you do in your everyday approach? Um, you offer two day sessions, three day sessions, one hour sessions, all of the things, you know, um, a lot of our work in the past was all custom. If people would say, well, what do you do? And we would say, well, what do you need? Mm-hmm. And we've come to a point, I think, of uh, defining for us what are our uh, catalog programs, if you will, or, or programs that will actually meet specific types of team building needs. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for example, the work we do with like Boys and Girls Club and youth serving organizations uh, has a lot to do with um, them discovering how they can uh, use the best activities for engagement with youth and helping them to understand uh, really at the core, like what is, what makes for a really strong youth worker. Mm-hmm. And then for other organizations, uh, it's everything from communication to teamwork and collaboration. And a lot of our work is really trying to get at the culture of an organization and make uh, for some lasting change in the habits that they have as a team uh, to be effective. We could spend a whole lot more than 15 minutes on this one question, but I'll yeah. ask you for kind of the elevator speech again, if you will. <laughs> How important is culture to an organization, and how is it best defined? You know, culture, uh, for us, it's the values and the norms uh, that, that are established. And a lot of times, uh, these are not just like posters on the wall. These are, if you look at the behaviors and the habits of a team mm-hmm. and, and what, how they actually uh, communicate with each other, talk with each other, how they respect and treat one another, 
um, all of those things become a, r- a ripple effect in an organization, either for positive or negative. Mm-hmm. So for us, uh, the work that we do with culture is to try to uh, mine the organization or mine the relationships to find out what are the strengths and, ha- and identify those, and then what are those growth or stretch areas where they could really use some, mm-hmm. some triage and some treatment. Everybody's yeah. different, but are there some common denominators that you find when you go in and there are a little bit of a challenge or there's some dysfunction or whatever the case may be? Are there some common denominators that you find in every organization that needs to take this next step? I think uh, what happens a lot when you talk about uh, people is uh, we all have blind spots in our self-awareness. Mm-hmm. And so part of our work is helping people embrace the uncomfortable and step outside of their comfort zones ah. uh, and get a little bit vulnerable because uh, vulnerability is actually one of the things that can open us up and create that. Uh, if I'm vulnerable, then it creates a space for you also to show up. And uh, that can lead to some really honest conversations. That's interesting. Yeah. And, it's, and, and it leads me into the, one mm-hmm. of the questions that I had jotted down uh, preparing is that you're almost 30 years into this. How have you changed in 30 years as the result of teaching this? Um, I like to believe some days that I've arrived, but I think the longer that I've been doing the work, I recognize how far I am from the bark. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you, you go with different teams and organizations, and uh, I see my own growth areas and my own struggles mm-hmm. in other people. I think uh, we have a lot of commonalities as human beings, and uh, I think when it comes to leadership and trying to move something along toward uh, a goal or an objective or a strategy – um, it creates uh, a rub. It creates some heat. And the, the conflict is energy, but it's what we do with that mm-hmm. and how we show up. And so uh, I think it's made me a lot more humble, <laughs> I think, uh, uh, and recognizing what I don't know. Yeah. It's, and yeah. in 30 years, there'd be a lot of those kind of things get pointed out. There's a lot uh, more that I don't know now <laughs> than I did. Of course, sure. we're also both married guys. So that's, <laughs> right, you know, exactly. there's some humility there's, in that as well. There's some humility there too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So how can people access you lead? So we are located in beautiful downtown Goshen, mm-hmm. uh, right next to the Goshen Theater upstairs in the Risser Suite. And uh, so we have mostly, I think, people by referral uh, will find out about us that we've worked maybe with a team, you know, someone they know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a website, uh, uleadinc.org, and uh, people can uh, come to our website and uh, fill out uh, some kind of exploration, you know, with us, uh, can call us and get, get in touch with us. Um, and so a lot of the organizations we work with uh, have an ongoing annual relationship. And so we, we relate with them on a regular basis. You know, you mentioned you're in downtown Goshen. Um, the organization yeah. started with, uh, you know, in, in the middle of sheer beauty with uh, Oakwood. Uh, spent some time on another lake uh, after a little bit of that. I imagine it's a little bit difficult to leave that environment, but at the same time, being in downtown Goshen seems to have given you a different identity that has propelled you a step or two or three up the ladder. It So literally, we're 30 steps up the ladder in our, in our <laughs> office there, but uh, it has, uh, when you have the brew, the electric brew around the corner, and when you have uh, just the ability to be more present in Elkhart County because, mm-hmm. you know, we travel down all the way to Evansville and all across the state. Uh, it's really nice to be more active and present uh, right, right at home. You know, that's an, an so, interesting dynamic because mm-hmm. we talk so much about what 
the vibe in downtown Goshen means. And, and it generally reflects on businesses, whether it's retail businesses or offices or what have you. But your participation here and your interaction with people who work and, and live and play in downtown Goshen has also added something uh, for your organization and for the downtown as well. Yes, and Vince, I know, as you've said, when we park our ULEAD van in the <laughs> angle parking, it uh, shuts off people's ability to see when yeah. they're backing out or whatever. So, yeah, it's, I, it's been great. Goshen I, has been great. I'm more interested in being able to make the turn than I am oh, in gotcha. backing okay. out. But uh, we're reminded that the ULEAD truck is here. But it is, it's, yeah. it's a neat thing to add to the whole vibe that is downtown Goshen. Want to talk a little bit about that um, of that next step uh, that ULEAD is taking, and, and it would involve downtown and all of Elkhart County. Kindness is coming. Tell us about that. So we've developed a relationship with the Fred Rogers Institute and with Dr. Dana Winters, who is leading, leading the charge following uh, Fred Rogers' work. They, uh, many people are familiar with uh, Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Mr. Rogers said, imagine what our neighborhoods would look like if each of us offered, as a matter of course, just one kind word to another person. And so uh, this is part of our youth worker training uh, that we use the principles of the Rogers Institute um, in helping youth workers identify what is a developmental relationship and how do I work with kids. Mm -hmm. uh, but the Rogers Center is taking this into leadership and a lot of different directions. And so we had the idea with them to bring uh, Bumping Up Against International Kindness Day, which is uh, November 13, a whole week to focus on kindness across Elkhart County. And how can leaders and how can schools and businesses and nonprofits uh, come together to practice kindness? In the aftermath of COVID yeah. and in, in all of the things that brought, whether it was confrontation or isolation or a combination of both, this seems timely. You know, Vince, what we've discovered is that whether we're talking to the CEO of an RV company or a civic leader, mayors, uh, school superintendents, um, the time has come for us. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we've, there's so many strident uh, words spoken. There's so many uh, things flying around social media. I think people, uh, they're just responding to it like, yes, I want to be a part of that. There's mm -hmm. really a, just a lot of interest in it. So. You mentioned, you know, just even just something as simple as offering a kind word. I wonder sometimes, Rich, which is more difficult, to offer the kind word or to accept hearing it? I think both are difficult, and I think part of what our hope for this week is that it will start to spark and generate uh, conversations and help people to uh, see one another as fellow human beings, and that uh, instead of being on one side or the other, how can we uh, enter into it as community people and leaders uh, and have some imagination around how we can respect and serve one another? This week starts with something that's in my wheelhouse. Um, it's going to be the Goshen Story Corp talking about an evening of stories focused on kindness. Having spent time in the nonprofit world at Basher Children's Home, um, having walked hand in hand with Kevin Deary at the Boys and Girls Club for 25 years um, with my own faith walk, Hearing those stories, I think, has an opportunity to be really inspiring. It is uh, very inspiring. And, you know, uh, Myron at the Brew is uh, all, he was one of those persons who was all in and had his own ideas. Uh, and this is what we really love is it starts to spark people's ideas with their business, with their nonprofit. Uh, how can they 
uh, in their own way. Like we don't have to control as you lead all these different things that happen, but um, how collectively might we uh, spark our imagination for what we can do? Mm -hmm. So yes, those conversations and even Dr. Dana Winters from the center, her presentation on our, we're having like a youth worker training day mm -hmm. uh, will, will be all about stories uh, of what youth workers are actually doing. That's really transforming uh, kids' relationships. Let me draw from your own experiences, Rich, because as we said, you've been doing this almost 30 years. Um, can you give us an example of where kindness has really kind of impacted you or witnessing an act of kindness while doing um, some of your training or, or sessions where you just walked away and went, whoa, if we could just see more of that? I think, uh, you know, we have the privilege of joining a lot of youth worker teams and we just... Uh, we see the passion in their eyes and when they start to tell stories, uh, maybe of some difficult situations with kids and how not only what they've done to step in uh, into a, a young person's life, but how the young person has affected their lives uh, and what that has meant for them to mm -hmm. have that reciprocal relationship. Uh, there's just so many, so many stories around that. Um, and even the way teams then work together to support one another, not only in their work, but like their personal lives, mm -hmm. uh, that too is really, uh, an inspirational thing to Well, express. you're in, you're part of the same league I'm in. We're both yeah. grandfathers. Um, and it, you see a different perspective from seeing grandchildren, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. I think grandchildren, uh, for me, they, they open you up again to the wonder uh, and to being in the moment. Mm -hmm. um, and a natural kindness. The, the natural kindness that just flows out of uh, the expression of being in the moment. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, and it's just an appreciation for the world and for people around them. Uh, and so that too is, uh, you know, I, I want my grandchildren to grow up in a, in a county, in a neighborhood where they experience that. And the opportunity is there. November yeah. 7th through the 13th, uh, lots of opportunities to do different things. Uh, how do folks access this information, Rich? Yeah, so they can go to uh, our website, uleadinc.org, uh, or they can uh, email um, experiences at uleadinc.org, um, and we will um, be able to connect them. Uh, we can we have like a newsletter people can sign up for mm -hmm. that will give like uh, updates on it. There's opportunities for sponsorship for the youth worker event. We have uh, some authors coming in who have written a book, When You Wonder Your Learning. And uh, you talked about the community. So uh, Fables, uh, the bookstore here is going to have like a book author book signing, and they'll be talking about the book. We'll probably, uh, we're working at showing the Won't You Be My Neighbor documentary. Ah. Uh, and we'll have like a talk back, I think, with Dr. Winters on that. We have the StoryCorps happening at the brew. Uh, so there's lots of opportunities, and there's some still sponsorship opportunities if people would like to get involved. So, um, so folks, hit that button. Uh, make sure you get the information. Kindness is coming November 7th through 13th, all of it leading up to um, National Kindness Day, which yes. is on the 13th. Rich, we wish you the best. All right. We hope you make impact. I know you already have. Thank you, Vince. Rich Hostetler from You Lead. The Sound of Service has been presented by, in part by DJ Construction. Decidedly different. Thank you for joining in. And a reminder that the Sound of Goshen includes Sound of the Economy, Sound of Success, Sounds Around Town, and like you heard today, the Sound of Service. I'm Vince Turner. Enjoy. Enjoy.